Welcome to Yo-Yo's Tired. Um, on this episode, I have a guest, um, Parker. And Parker, can you introduce yourself for the listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Hey guys, so my name is Parker Mays. I am based out of North Carolina in the United States. And I am a global communications intern at a company called uh, LexisNexis here in Raleigh. And I am also uh, the president of the Impact Leadership Village um, at NC State University. And so I've gotten some good leadership experience through that. And I'm, I'm just really excited uh, to be on the podcast and share some thoughts today. So we have a few questions for you guys that we're going to answer around basically not listening to all the advice you get and not listening to people who are trying to put you down when you're trying to achieve a goal. So the first question, do you put emphasis on the opinions of others and how does that affect your actions, Parker? Yeah, absolutely. I love this this question because the the opinions of others are something that especially in today's society with such a social media driven society, it's so easy to hear all this negativity coming at you all day. You're constantly seeing people commenting, people messaging you that are saying, "Oh, this this thing that you're doing is terrible. This post that you put, you know, you don't look good." all of these negative thoughts are being said and, and put against you. And I think the most important thing to think about with that is just realizing that if they are judging you based on just this one picture or this one video or this one you know podcast episode that they're seeing from you, they don't really, they aren't getting the complete picture. They don't know you like that. So for them to be judging you, you know, you really have to filter that and realize like, do I know this person well enough for them to really know me? Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. So with me, I've struggled. I struggled for a long time listening to the views of others. And it wasn't until I started listening to certain people who were telling me the right things and motivating me and good things that I started doing better. And I think, as you said, you should not always be listening to other people and you're very right about the social media thing like I'll post pictures and some people may not like it and I'll feel bad about it but now I'm getting to a point with social media where I don't care about what other people think and I'm just doing it for me and like if you want to if you want to listen you can if you don't then don't don't follow me yeah exactly and I think you know, at the end of the day, it is about choosing who you're listening to. You really have to put value in the people who are closest to you and who you know have your best interest in mind. So if you're really thinking about it in terms of like what you should put weight on, it's not necessarily just filtering out everything that's negative, but it's about who you're hearing the negative and the positive from. Like with with me, it's more of my, it's my sister. So if my sister doesn't think something's right, I really value her opinion. And yeah. I really look up to her. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do this. But if it's someone who is not as close to me, not an expert in what I want, I'm not going to listen to you. And yeah. I think the, the key word in this is discernment. You need to discern between what is right and what is wrong. Do they have your best interests at, at heart? And if they don't, then don't listen to them. Yes, absolutely. So what do you see, you know, from your perspective that people are struggling with in terms of, you know, uh, the, the pressure from others? I think for men and women, it 
differs but a lot of girls struggle with body image like instagram is full of photoshop and all these things and there's this idea of how you should look as a girl or how you should what you should aspire to and i think that's something that a lot of girls my age struggle with and i have struggled with too yeah absolutely no that is a great point that it, it does differ for guys i see a lot of um when we're talking about like sports athleticism especially in the high school um, and early college that competitive side of guys a lot of times it's like how who's the most athletic who's the best looking you know to to go back to you know the the body image you know there is definitely like some insecurity related to you know do i look good how how are my clothing how is my appearance but yeah guys do struggle with different things but i think a lot of it comes back to that heart of just insecurity of what other people think about you so no matter what the struggle is it's all coming back to that root of i want people to accept me even if it means i have to change something about me and that should never be your goal it, to change something about you based on what other people think. I want to touch on this as well, which is having your own goals. Like I have my own physical goals. I, there is somewhere I want to get physically where I'm not at the moment. But for a long time, that was based on others. And right now it's for me and it's about me. And I think with all your goals, you need to think, is this for me? Yes. Am I doing it for someone else? Absolutely. Oh, that's so good. At the end of the day, things that you're doing should be driven out of really bringing happiness, you know, because pleasing other people isn't going to make you happy. Pleasing, just doing things so that other people will accept you. That's not going to lead to happiness, but looking for things that you're doing for you that are going to genuinely bring you happiness and, and enjoyment. Yes. I think you should look for what makes you feel good and not base it on others. For a long time, I based a lot of my decisions on others. Like I took chemistry in school just because of my dad and I hated it. I really, really hated it. Yeah. And I'm never going to do that again. I'm never going to do something just to make my dad happy. I'm going to do it for me. Yeah. A lot of people struggle with that. I have friends that are in a major in college, they're studying a topic that they do not enjoy because their parents told them you should study this. Like that's how deep that can go. There are so many people I know who, be, who are being like that. They will study law or medicine and then they'll get to like 20, 28 or 29 and they'll be like, no, this is not for me, I give up. And they'll go and do what they love. And they just wasted like, eight years of school or 10 years of school just to please someone else and they wasted time money effort that's why i really think people need to think about what they are doing and what goals they have and how to get there people have different ideas of this word driven kind of what we're talking about is like being self-driven and self-motivated by this end goal which is I want to do something that is going to make me happy. I don't want to be stuck in a situation that I don't enjoy or that I don't love what I'm doing. I, I agree with you. And it goes back to something I talked about on the previous episode about potential. It doesn't just take potential to succeed in life. I said something that was brutally honest in that episode, which was that everyone has potential. 
And yes. it's not about your potential, it's about what you do with it. And that goes to the um, idea of drive. Like what you achieve with your pot potential is all about how much drive you have to achieve that potential. Are you willing to spend hours and hours working for that goal? If you're not, if you're not willing to do that, then maybe change what you're doing to find something that you're like, oh my God, I want to do that so much. I want to work hard for that. Yes. And it's just about that drive to get started and put that one foot in. I, I think it's so interesting because this idea of entrepreneurship has become so popular over the last couple of years that everyone is like, I'm an entrepreneur now. And I think it'll be interesting coming out of the pandemic because it's going to be a lot harder to be an entrepreneur. A lot less people are going to be willing to risk money when the economy, and I would love for you to talk a little bit more about this, when the economy is taking this downturn, what is that going to look like for people interested in starting new ventures? As someone who's interested in starting a new venture, I know that I'm going to still be winning after the pandemic, no matter the risk, to do it, because that is something I want to do. I want to start a business which is about eth which is ethical, which is made in Africa, which I really care about, which is which pays people a fair wage. That is what my business is. And if that business is really important to you, I think a lot of people are going to stick to it. However, the problem is there are a lot of people who are like, I want to become an entrepreneur because it sounds cool. Yeah. And it's a sad fact. And I, I think those people are the ones who the coronavirus is going to deter. But the people who are determined, the people who have that drive, as we mentioned, yeah. I don't think it will. That's so good. I think that's such an interesting idea. Like these people who really were just doing it for the popularity of it, like it's going to deter a lot of those people. Um, but people who really have that core entrepreneurial spirit, like they're going to bounce back from it and find new ways to make like make income or find that happiness or find that drive. So, you know, I went from like last summer, I was doing furniture resale with through Facebook marketplace, like picking up and delivering furniture for people. Um, with a couple of my buddies and I was doing that through the winter as well. And then realizing that, okay, that's completely done because I can't leave my house. I can't interact with people and no one wants to buy or sell anything right now. And so reevaluating like, all right, what, what are new interests? Because I did learn a lot from that experience and managing that team and talking to a lot of people, customer interaction, sale, supply and demand, all of these ideas but more importantly, now that's not an option. Reevaluate what can I do next? And that was when A, I started the podcast and B, I was like, I can also make money in a side, a side hustle off of the podcast. Having people to motivate you is so important. It's so important when you're starting a business. It's so important when you're um, doing this. And what has driven me with a lot of what, the endeavors I have done is the people around me and the people saying, come on, you can do it. Yes. Or the people who are like, oh, this is quite a bad idea. Like I'm quite into graphic design um, as well. Yes. And so I designed the graphics for my coffee bags and the first design was awful. Yeah. And I sent it to my sister and her friend and her friend looked at it and he was like, it's a bit plain. And I was like, oh yeah. 
and then I spent hours and hours redesigning it. Yeah. Even though I I spent quite a while designing the first design, but the second design was so much better, and I spent even more time on it. And I did that because I had the drive, and I was like, "This is what I want. This is the product I want." Yeah. And I think out of the pandemic, I think I'm still gonna have that drive to do what I want. Yeah. So it's funny that you say that because to me that is so important is having people around you that are supporting you. And when I started my podcast, you know, you mentioned that. So I know he's listening right now. Aiden Davis was the first interview that I did on my podcast. It's one of my buddies from college. We talked about certain servant leadership. And this dude was so excited to get started. He was like, all right. Like I, I called him like on Monday and I was like, dude, I want to start a podcast in a week. Like, will you be on an episode with me? And he was so excited. He shared it with everyone, like everyone that he knew he was posting about it. It's like, you need those people in your life. And that's what I've been looking for too, is like finding people who will you know, support me in the podcast, like help me with the video side of stuff, help me with the audio, help me with the graphic design and all those pieces help to then build a full platform that you're now, you have this full support. I, th- I think having the support, as you said, is very, very important. Uh, it can be the, diff- the difference between you making or failing. And I feel a lot of people fail because they don't have the support and they also don't know how to get there like they actually do not know how to get there yeah and i'm the kind of person if i don't know how to get there i'm going to find out i love that a lot of people like to plan they like to think but if you don't take those steps to actually put it into action then all of the planning all of the thought that you put into it all of that it all means nothing because you didn't do you can have the motivation, you can have the faith, you can have everything together. But if you're not working, nothing's going to result from it. Even just taking the action steps of looking up on Google, how can I do this? Like, as long as you're taking those steps forward, that's where it's going to it's gonna pay off in the long run. A lot of experts in academics are willing to help. They're willing to tell you and they're willing to teach you. And I think a lot of us, when we're younger, or around this age too, we're ashamed to ask questions. Yes. But there's nothing shameful about not knowing anything. People want to help you. You know, if I reach out, so I, I found this with one of my professors at um, at school that I reached out to him and I said, hey, would you be willing to do an interview with me? Would you be willing to share a little bit more about your teaching style? And I thought he was just going to say like, uh, no, like I don't have time for that, you know, but he was more than happy and excited to get on with me, talk and, and really just share his thoughts and opinions. And I learned so much from that. So looking for people like that, who you believe you could get a lot of value out of a conversation with them. That's why it's so important to just start the conversation. A lot of people miss opportunities because they're not willing to ask. I love to learn and I love to listen and I love to understand. I'm okay with being wrong and I love to be corrected. And I think in order to reach your goals, you need to, you need to get used to being wrong and being corrected. (laughs) Something that I've learned is like really to be able to genuinely like sit back and learn, you have to just be willing to listen to those, those people around you. 
it's about perspective. They have a different perspective and different life experience than you. And so sharing that is what I think is so important. And an area I think that comes with maturity and which really helps you when you're trying to accomplish certain goals is patience. I think it's the thing I've learned the most as I've gotten older is patience and especially patience with people and patience with situations and waiting on and being able to wait and ask questions. Those are the two things that I've learned the most as I've gotten older. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I think, I think patience is so hard for so many different people, especially now where we're in such a fast moving world. No one wants to wait. That's why you have this idea of like people can get famous instantly or get tons of followers, all of this stuff. No one wants to wait. No one wants to see organic growth anymore. They only want that quick. What can I do instantly? What can I do quickly? And I think that idea it's just our culture today you know it's just i want everything right now and i don't want to wait for it i think that's why a lot of people want to be entrepreneurs because on instagram what you see is oh start a business you become a millionaire over overnight but that is such a lie like i know so many people who run businesses and that's just not how it works yes absolutely And we only see them now when they're at the top, when they are millionaires. We didn't see the struggle to 10, 20 years of them putting 80-hour weeks in so that they could get to where they are today. It's also the same with this influencer culture. A lot of people I know want to be influencers and want to be um, media personalities. And to be an influencer, it takes a lot of time, a lot of patience, a lot of things need to come into place. And a lot of people aren't willing to wait for that. And they think, oh, I see someone on Instagram doing it. I can do it too. But in reality, you don't see the full picture. You don't see them breaking down over the comments on their their photos. You don't see them sweating to get the right angles. You don't see them photoshopping. You don't see them on horrendous diets. You don't see all those back and behind the scenes things and a lot of people just think, oh, it's instantaneous, but it's not. Yeah, even influencers who everyone that is in the like 16 to 20 range or even younger now is like, I want to be an influencer because this idea of influence is an idea of people wanting to hear what you say. And it's not necessarily a negative or positive thing but an influencer can look like anything that you want it to be. And for me, like I want to be able to share a positive message, a message that will drive people to do great things and bring out their potential. But I still know that there is so much work to be done. There's so much stuff that goes into that. And I would never say like, I think I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I suddenly am like famous. It just doesn't happen like that. And people think it does. My idea of influencer is obviously has that negative connotation because especially as a female and in London and that kind of culture of influencer, I don't really like it. But influencer in the way you say it, I think that's brilliant. That's amazing to motivate and to make people feel better. And that is what I want to do. And I love that you brought it back to the literal word influence and influencing people to do good while when i see it i don't see that same connotation 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that the word influencer, exactly like what you're saying, has brought such a negative meaning to it because all of these people who are calling themselves influencers are either doing things or saying things, just using their platform in a way that might not be the way that like, in my opinion, if I would had their platform that I would be using it. I also want to ask you, how do you manage to do everything? You're <laughs> in full-time education, you're, 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 run, you're running, all the, you're doing your internship, you're no. running a podcast, you're doing a business, <laughs> you really have a full plate. Yeah, people who really know me know that I am at my happiest when I am doing things that I feel are making a difference but not only in other people's life that are, especially right now, investing in me. But to, to answer your question, I guess, directly, how do I manage a full plate? It really does take sacrifice. You know, you have to prioritize what is important to you. And for me, learning is something that I'm really prioritizing at the tippy top of everything that I'm doing. And if there's something that I feel like I'm not learning or gaining any value from, I will cut that, you know, very quickly. And so I balance my plate exactly as full as I can. And I know that as soon as I stop learning from an experience, that will be off my plate. I don't want to just do something for the, the, the you know, sake of doing it for busy work. You know, I love the process of doing something till I've learned everything I can from it and then moving on. That's a really amazing ethos. Not many people have that, that whole I'm going to drop it if unless it helps me. Yeah. I know a lot of people who do things which aren't healthy for them, which aren't great for them, and they're just going to continue doing it even though it's not great for them, it's not adding to their life. There are things I should cut, I really want to cut out that are hard to cut out. I, I do want to share this last story kind of uh, in closing. I um, had this experience, so um, Yo-Yo and I met um, because I messaged her on Instagram. I was one of the, um, sh she was one of the like 700 people that I messaged saying, Hey, uh, would you be, I see that you just started a podcast. Like you have a fairly new podcast. Would you be interested in graphic design? Now, granted her graphic design is incredible. And I messaged a lot of people more in terms of like, um, do you need help? Like, is it something that you feel like you're wasting your time and you would rather put more time into your podcast. Of course. Um, I did not do a great job of communicating that. And so I think she got a little bit offended by me saying that, um, because I did not specifically clarify that her graphic design looked amazing. And so of course I say this and she's like, no, uh, I'm not interested. I was like, no worries at all. That being said, um, I thought, her idea of her podcast was very interesting. I was checking it out. I was looking at more of her stuff. And as a result, now it's become more than that where I was actually, we were talking about, oh, what's your podcast about? Like, I want to listen to it. I want to check it out. And then it ended up being like, hey, would it make sense like if we did a podcast episode together? And that's how we got here. So never think that just because you're on a mission to do one thing that you're not going to end up somewhere else. And I think there is so much value in being willing to change what your goals were to fit something that's going to be completely different than you thought. 
I have a very similar story actually, and it has to do with my blog. So I started my blog and I basically did not know how to use Instagram at all. I was I did not know much about the algorithm. And as I, I said before, Google's my best friend. So I started a blog and I was like, oh, I'm gonna make it pretty. I'm gonna learn how to like edit pictures. And I learned how to edit pictures just for that blog. A year after I started the blog, I got really depressed. So I deleted all my social media and I was like, I'm not doing Instagram anymore. And then I started the podcast to follow this like cartoon idea I'd always had in my head for my blog, but it never really worked. And it's really amazing how that one travel blog, travel blog on, Insta, on Instagram got me to learn how to do all different graphics and all yes. these different ideas. And that one idea, which I killed eventually just blossomed into this amazing opportunity. That's awesome. And I do love that, that it really spread out. And now you have this whole array. And so I love that idea. Honestly, I, I, you have been such a help with my podcast. I'm really glad and I'm excited to share everything that we talked about today. And I know that, uh, that a lot of people are going to get value from it. Yeah. So reach out to, reach out to Parker, go to taking a breath on Instagram. It's really cool. <laughs> and he really, he has really taught me a lot. It's on anywhere you can find podcasts. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at taking a breath podcast. I, I share conversations with guests very similar to this with a lot of topics about leadership, mentoring and personal development. And so I would love if you guys would check that out and, uh, and reach out to me if you want to talk more. That would be awesome. Thank you so much.